This is Brittany. And this is Casey. And we are the Professionally Unprofessionals. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode. (laughs) So today we're going to talk about Instant Influencer Episode 2. Thoughts since the last episode, Casey? Um, Did you go back and watch any of their reactions? Yeah, so I watched Brittany's reaction, and I watched James, his, like, you know, normal Mm -hmm. video he put up, but he talked about Instant Influencer, the first episode, and he recreated one of, like, the challenges that was Caitlyn's. So I watched both of those, and I definitely liked that James didn't just say like the stuff everyone liked yeah so what do you think about his explanation do you still hate the ending do you like like it a little bit more what do you think um I mean I still don't really care for it I felt like after this episode it was fine like I felt like who got eliminated this time was able to handle it better but not everybody can handle it super well and so like Brittany was saying in her thing, she wished that she could have come back or like had more time to collect herself and stuff like that. But I also do understand what James was saying, how it's like, this is a reality TV show, like it's for entertainment kind of thing. It just kind of sucks that it's like at the expense of their feelings. Yeah, but also like listening to Brittany's video and her talking about like, the take we saw was mm-hmm. like the 30th or whatever not really she didn't say a number but she said that she did a whole bunch of takes and they like cut out her like actually like breathing hard and like not being able to speak and so like I feel like they could have made it you know done Mm -hmm. a really bad one but they picked one that she was more put together like you know as much as you could be or I imagine like I could be in that situation I just feel like if they were, like, already seeing her like that, then they could have been like, okay, well, why don't we just, like, take a break for a little bit and, like, actually gave her the time. Yeah, exactly. And even if they wanted to show it, like, her being like, oh, like, do you want to take a break really quick before we do the outro? And, like, having her, like, go out, drink some water, and then come back. Like, I feel like that even would have been better and still having that quote-unquote drama of this show you know so she also did speak about her first challenge look and that beginning challenge where you come in with a makeup look that represents you as an artist and how she really didn't have the time to practice or even come up with a conceptual idea because she was having a lot of personal stuff going on in her life and her grandma was very sick and coming to like the end of her life and she kind of had to make like a split second decision whether or not she was even going to come on to the show because it was that intense and not looking up so I feel like she probably did speak about this on the show and like yeah she said she did and they just cut it out yeah So I feel like that would have been helpful to understand and like gives her the benefit of the doubt of being like a really good and like conceptual artist, but just not being able to in that time. Mm -hmm. And, but I, 
like she said, like in her kind of reaction to, she said that she understands that it was supposed to be like an upbeat, fun show. And that's like, obviously really sad. And, but like, that's just reality of life. And I feel like it wouldn't have been something I personally would have cut. Yeah, I feel like it was more so of, oh, they didn't want to be shown cutting the girl whose grandmother was literally on her deathbed. You know what I mean? They were already talking about all of the sad things that were going on in all of the other influencers' lives. Like, all of them were facing hardships, and then, like, her biggest hardship was cut out. Yeah, and that's kind of a big deal. But, anyway, so it was good to see her side of things and like her reactions to because you could obviously still tell that she's very like emotional about the whole situation that really sucks being cut on the first thing and I was just really surprised about her point that she had to stay four or five days after she was cut in LA Mm -hmm. and I don't understand why I don't know like the only thing I could think of was like oh maybe they booked the plane ticket or maybe they're gonna do something at the end where like everyone comes back for an episode but her grandma was not doing okay yeah so I can't see it being like even if it was like oh she can go back and then come back like later on if needed like you know just to spend more time with her so I don't know what the whole deal was with that was she didn't really explain why and I'm sure we're not going to get an explanation from instant influencer because that really is just so sad and that was probably like one of the saddest things for me to like hear it's like what you couldn't even go back and she like was a day too late and her grandma had passed so that was just really sad yeah is there anything else in Jane's or Brittany's video that you want to get into I don't think so. I did go back and watch all of their audition videos because I was like, I was really interested to see like what set them apart. And honestly, like watching their videos compared to other people who auditioned for the show, I was kind of surprised that they were picked. Oh, really? Tell me about yeah. it. I didn't watch them. So like explain a little bit more. Um, All of them were just kind of underwhelming like so they only had I think it was five minutes like a five minute clip that they were allowed to submit so a lot of it was obviously time lapsed of them doing their look because it was supposed to be like a get ready with me kind of thing and they were supposed to say like what got them started in makeup and what like what they enjoy doing and stuff like that and it just seemed like really basic and really like bland especially Gabriel he just seemed like really forced and it was like trying to be like sassy and it was like really cringy and I felt like um you see a lot of when I think of like the show I thought it was going to be like people who are like really like good but just need that boost but like when you watch the audition tapes you don't feel that like they were just kind of like very amateur ish you know yeah hmm that's so interesting. I'm going to have to go back and watch them. Yeah. And did you, so you watched other people's auditions that didn't make it in? Mm-hmm. And do you feel like they were like at a whole different level? And like maybe 
they picked these people because they were all at the same level. But like, I don't know. That just seems weird to me. Yeah. I felt like the other people, like maybe you had to be under a certain like threshold of followers and subscribers or something. But at the same time, like anybody could benefit, you know, like I didn't think it would have been that big of a deal. Huh. Interesting. So for the compact challenge in this episode, how it starts off is James going and waking everyone up (laughs) in his robe, like very much James style. (laughs) Yeah, full beat. Yeah. And so he went and woke everyone up. Was it five or five thirty in the morning? I think it was like five. But mm-hmm. he went and knocked on their hotel room doors with no like warning. Everyone was literally sleeping and he like gave him a rude awakening and was like, put on a robe, let's go. <laughs> and so they had 30 minutes to complete a red carpet makeup look. And James kind of explains that a lot of times you don't have a huge amount of time to get ready so being able to work fast and still be presentable is a really important part of being an influencer so they showed everybody getting ready obviously and right off the bat you can tell that all of them were really nervous saying that they had never done anything quite like this and were just in full panic mode and they were slapping their foundation on with their fingers they were picking the wrong shades and it was just like really cringy because it was just like their panic was definitely showing through the screen and like raising my anxiety level at least and after like I watched the reaction videos to this episode too and people were saying like oh now I can definitely do it in 30 minutes like that really helped me shorten my makeup time whatever but I felt like for the most part Like, for if that was really their first time trying to do that, like, they all came out pretty decent, but right across the board, like, everybody's face looked terrible. (laughs) Like, that high-definition camera was not doing anyone any favors. It was so bad. Yeah, and especially, like, Caitlyn's, like, under eyes were Mm -hmm. pretty uh, cakey, flaky, and greasy. (laughs) I felt like, like, Gabriel's face... I well all the boys really were just not hot (laughs) yeah I really liked Benny's overall look probably Mm -hmm. like the best in my opinion um I thought so too I feel like he seemed like he not that he had like a less of a challenge than everyone else but he seemed to be like more put together and like the look actually seemed like he took more than 30 minutes and everyone else you could definitely tell they rushed it yeah, it, he stuck to a really more simple look, but it was so pretty. I do wish that Benny would have picked a different color for his lip, though. I did not like his lip color. Yeah, I can it was see that. Weird. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I feel like, of course, him and Ashley, in my opinion, probably looked the best. And Ashley mm-hmm. ended up being the winner. And we'll talk a little bit more about her look, but... I felt like the reason I seemed to like Benny's more is just like he seemed overall more put together and he looked like he put more work in it just because especially like the pop of color on the eyes like I feel like it always seems like you did more work if you do bright colors or anything like more than neutral 
Yeah. But I don't know. The lip was a little iffy. And to be completely honest, I didn't love the shade of his bronzer he used. But like yeah. I still felt like it worked with the look. It just like wasn't my personal favorite. It was just too yeah. orange for my opinion. <laughs> well, he's just so pale. Yeah. Gabriel, let's talk about his look a little bit. <laughs> so he did some graphic liner. And it was like basically an oval placed on the outer part of his eyes so it connected from the middle of his eyes around his eyeball and then down to the underneath middle part of his eyeball and like we kind of spoke a little bit about last time he has a hooded eye shape so when his eyes are open all of his eyelid is basically disappeared yeah so one it this isn't really like my style to have like a graphic liner so like I do understand that but for your eye shape graphic liner like can do a lot for you or it can like really make you look bad and I did not like his look at all like what was even the point of doing that because Ashley did a little bit more of like a a graphic liner that went like and blew out your eye shape and then she brought it in and that looked bomb she looked so good Yeah, and then she threw on, like, a bright red lip, and she said, like, even that this was, like, in her comfort zone, but if you're getting ready in 30 minutes, you should do what's in your comfort zone, and I'm really surprised and super impressed that she could get that liner out and, like, look very symmetrical in 30 minutes. (laughs) Well, I, after watching this one, like, I kind of went through her videos a little bit, like, through her thumbnails to see, like, what different looks she's um tried out before and she does graphic liner quite a bit and so and it really showed if she was able to do it in 30 minutes but like it's always so symmetrical and I can't understand that yeah but Gabriel's was not so much it was a little bit off and especially when you're doing like circles you could definitely tell that they're off you know yeah and I just was not impressed with the look and if I saw someone on the red carpet there would be like memes galore about that look well you couldn't even tell what he was doing or trying to do because his eyes were so hooded yeah so I was like what but even if you like it wasn't like why yeah I don't think I've ever seen anybody with makeup like that on the red carpet yeah I don't know I'm very I was just very confused of why that was a thing but hey (laughs) (laughs) So Ashley ended up winning the challenge, like we said, um, and her reward for that was being able to get 15 extra minutes for the challenge. And do you want to tell them about what the elimination challenge was? Yeah. So this week's elimination challenge was all the contestants had three hours to go completely in drag. So they had access to all of the makeup and then the wigs and they didn't have to change their clothes or anything, but like from the neck up, they had to be completely in drag. Yes. And while we're on that topic, how did you feel about that? I was so disturbed of why that was a thing. Yeah, I really 
did not agree with having that be a challenge because although like it's a really popular trend right now and like a lot of people are into drag and stuff it just doesn't really it's not necessary for you to be able to do that to be a social media influencer yeah and I do understand like the thought of like oh well a lot of makeup artists take their techniques from the drag world but also I feel like this could be, like, a really iffy thing to do, like, as far as, like, respect. Like, I think it could be considered disrespectful to, like, make this a challenge and then people do it and not, like... I also just did not agree with how the challenge was set up because I feel like doing it from the face up is not, like, normal in drag. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not... It's a complete transformation. Like, whenever we watch James do it or anyone else, like, it is a whole transformation. And, like, I understand they want to keep the challenges with three hours or whatever, but, like, why wouldn't you just give, like, outfit choices and give 30 extra minutes if that's... Yeah, like, not have that part of the actual challenge, but just have that, like, extra thing if that's what it's about, you know? Yeah. Because I feel like for me, it was hard to, like, picture them in full drag because they weren't in full drag. Like, it's not just about the face makeup. It's about your entire persona. And I feel like some of them just weren't connecting for me. Um, Well, and, like, thinking about, like, Gabriel's choice of his, like, he made himself into a feline and, like, it did look really cool. But, like, to me, like, I, I'm i not well-versed in drag makeup or anything, but I wouldn't think that that's drag. Like, I would think that that's more, like, turning yourself into something else. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can definitely see that, but I also feel like if he was able to pick a costume and, like, become this persona, then it would make it more, I don't know, like, not more real, but we would understand it and be able to see the full picture, you know? Because I feel like Like you said, I'm not well-versed in drag either. I'm not anywhere saying that I know anything about drag. But I think that it's all about, like, your performance. And, like, they do change their entire face to become something else or this other persona. And I feel like his idea could have been good. But it was, like, from the neck up was just not happening. Mm -hmm. So, And then, like... The other problem I had with this was like, yes, of course, they don't have every single makeup product and every single like whatever, but why did they only have so many wigs? They only had like the exact number of wigs for the people, if maybe like a couple extra. But this isn't a thing like, oh, you have to run and grab like this foundation before someone else or you're not going to be able to use it. So why did they do it with the wigs? Yeah, I just don't understand that. that because then it became a little bit like a drama between Indigo and Benny because they both wanted the pink wig and blah 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 and it's just like I get it's this is like a drama show kind of but I don't understand why that was even a thing to begin with and then some people's especially I'm thinking Gabriel's didn't really match his overall idea so I don't even know what kind of wig he would have used, though. Yeah, I feel like I 
I'm not sure either, but that one seemed very Marilyn Monroe and not so much feline, you know? Yeah. So it also took away from, like, his idea. But you're right. I don't know what he would pick. <laughs> so just a big old lion's mane. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I guess I just don't really, when I think of drag, I don't really think about people, like, turning themselves into animals. Yeah. That's not what I think of immediately. Yeah, so I think that was, like, my only... Like, I didn't really understand where he was coming from. Yeah. So, Ashley, who got that 15-minute extra, mm-hmm. she also was able to have, like, a consultation with the guest judge, who was Trixie. And everyone else kind of sat there, and they were thinking about their ideas, and, like, what wig they wanted, and blah, blah, blah. And that's when the whole drama with the pink wig happened. <laughs> so... They were talking, and Trixie said something about being out of this world, and Ashley just kind of ran with that idea right off the bat. How did you think her look turned out? She did have a little bit of an issue how she was started going. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, so she, Norvina, like, really hit it on the nose at the end that she, like, literally turned herself into an avatar, which... I personally didn't have any problems with like I thought she looked great and it really took a lot of artistry for her to reach that and look really like beautiful in it um but starting off she first tried making her skin blue with watercolor which she has obviously used before because that's what she came in with the initial challenge when they first came in but it just wasn't performing the way she wanted it to so she had to completely start over with only half the time left on the clock. And that stressed me out so much because she already spent half the time just doing her base and then having to start completely over. It was just like a lot. <laughs> yeah. And Caitlin had the same kind of issue. So she yeah. was doing a pink base. And again, like, I feel like I do not think of like changing your base color when I think of drag, but hey. I could be just uncultured, so who knows? Yeah. I've never watched, like, anything drag, so I really couldn't tell you. Yeah, but I just thought it was interesting that everyone was changing their base, because I just didn't relate that. I'm thinking more, like, high fashion, like, change, like, yeah. your contour, very much like Trixie. Mm-hmm. But Caitlin had the same issue. She was going with a pink base, and it was just not working out. It was patchy. Um, I don't know what she used that was creating it like that, but she had to completely redo her base also with like half the time left. And I was just like, why? It was only 40 minutes left on the clock is when she started. (gasps) It was way less than half the time. Oh my God. (laughs) I didn't even realize that, but I'm like so stressed out. I was sweating for her and Ashley. I was like, what are you guys doing? Yeah, it was really bad. So, my opinion on Ashley's final look, it looked bomb. Like, Mm -hmm. her wig was snatched, her makeup, her eyes, um, a lot of, like, with drag, you're, like, emphasizing, like, a really big eye, and you're, like, changing your eyebrows to be, like, on the top of your forehead, basically. (laughs) Yeah, make more room. (laughs) Yeah. So, I feel like her drag eye look was very on point she had a big smoked out sparkly lid and like 
she was very successful in changing like the shape of her eyelid and like not being noticeable that it was changed you know she had the most believable in my opinion but I do agree with we've seen it before kind of thing I feel like even if she went with a green if she wanted to be like more like an alien or whatever instead of a blue or even changed it instead of being just blue like doing a blue and a purple or like a pop of like yellow or anything else would have helped and I think Norvina said something like that like if she did um a pink or something underneath it would make her eyes pop out more but even like with her actual base if she wanted to like make the contour instead of dark blue like mix in some purple or whatever I just feel like it would have made it more unique and then since we already talked about Caitlyn let's talk about Caitlyn's overall look how do you feel about it uh for me it really stressed me out when they began the challenge because she expressed that she had never done drag before which is like it makes sense like she's not a typical part of that community you know what I mean yeah and so I felt like that was just kind of not not really that fair to like throw her into that and then like this is the elimination challenge you know yes um I did feel like she was able to pull it off really well and that she was able to like power through it and she was although she did have that mishap she felt like good about herself and you could see that yeah um she was also very successful of raising her eye shape and making it like a very blown out dramatic version of her natural face and I feel like she honestly did a really good job for this being her first time Mm -hmm. and Ashley did say that she had never done drag but then Trixie lets it out to everyone else during like the judges determination that she has hosted drag balls multiple times so she's been around the world like that world and that community so she kind of knows even if she hasn't done it to herself so I was just really impressed with Caitlin and she did have a very sparkly base (laughs) and Arvina did point that out but I feel like that was kind of her point it wasn't like unintentional so I feel like she did a really good job. I wish that she wouldn't have done it all pink, though, because she did say that she was, like, trying to, not, like, mimic, but, like, create her look based off of one of Trixie's old photo shoots, and when she said that, I was like, oh, like, okay, and then they showed the picture of Trixie's old photo shoot, and it was, like, not nearly as pink as what Caitlin went through, like, went towards. And so it's like, huh. Yeah, it was definitely inspired by not. <laughs> yeah. But I understand what you're saying, totally. But I'm still impressed with her. Yeah, I, I thought it was really crazy that she was able to do that and, like, nail it for her being her first time and under all of that pressure. Can we just please get you to do a challenge where you don't have to restart and you don't have 40 or 30 minutes left to do yeah. the final part? Please, please, please. (laughs) Who do you want to talk about next? You want to talk about Benny? Yes. So 
Benny, like we said before, him and Indigo were both trying to get the pink wig. And Benny had this idea of kind of recreating or having a look inspired by one of his dolls at home that is a very neon pink doll. And so he did not get the pink wig. So he was very, um, you know, throwing his little fit about that. (laughs) Which, like, I get, but also, like, move on kind of thing, in my opinion. Yeah, at that point, I was like, oh, he's, like, young. Like, he's clearly a young boy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's, yeah. So, but, like, this is part of a challenge. Stuff's gonna happen. Stuff isn't gonna go your way. You shouldn't be crying about it in the makeup room, (laughs) in my opinion. So, he was one of the only two people that didn't do a color face. And they kind of hinted to that while everyone was doing like wow like should I be doing this instead which I feel like Benny's look came out really well it wasn't what he was originally thinking so he kind of hints earlier when they did the 30 minute challenge that he has an eye condition that makes his eyes water a lot and it caused his fake lashes the glue not to stick so it was Mm -hmm. kind of raising and so they mentioned that, and then during this challenge, he mentions it again. And he said that while he was doing his look, his eyes started to water really badly. So he had to change his idea and go with what his emotions were. And he created a neon acid tears down his face and then put these flowers also on his cheeks and his, in his hair and just basically representing his emotions at that time and like trying to overcome that and creating the look. And like Norvina said, this was the most conceptual of everyone's looks. Mm-hmm. And you could definitely see that. And when he's talking about it, you could definitely see the judges being like, wow, you actually thought about this. And they like appreciated it. And as a viewer, I also appreciated it. And the fact that even though he was a little bit whiny, he <laughs> made the wig work. And he yeah. put it in a pink, like, little um, highlight at the, at near his face or whatever. So it all tied it in together. And I think his look turned out really well. So. Yeah, I thought it was really pretty. And I thought it was a really cool concept. Because when he was going through it, I didn't realize how much his eyes were watering until they, like, zoomed in. And it's like, holy cow. Like, I thought he was just honestly when he was saying it in the beginning he was kind of just like making excuses yeah he's like okay like everybody's eyes water you know but then when they showed that (laughs) when you showed or when they showed that clip of his makeup like totally dissolving because his eyes were watering so bad I thought it was really cool that he played it off of that I did think it was really interesting how nobody really mentioned that he didn't have the classic, like, drag, like, sharp contour and, like, overdramatic, you know. His face was very natural for drag makeup. Yeah, I think that maybe his jaw was a little bit less natural, but, like, there was nothing on the cheekbones. And he did, like we said, the eye being enhanced. Um... He did the best job of the brows, Trixie said, mm-hmm. and they really did look like real brows and everyone <laughs> else kind of made them more like animated 
and not so much as real except uh gabriel which we'll talk about in a little bit (laughs) (laughs) but he did a really good job on his brows um the thing that i did not enjoy about benny's look was the little added crystals especially the one right on his nose (laughs) like right in the middle it was like a gray like or like clear whatever crystal right on the top of his nose like where you would usually do a highlight and I just don't understand why that was a thing like why did you trying to be like Rudolph over here with the tip of your nose like I'm very concerned and I'm not aware of why that was a thing I don't think that I even noticed yeah that's the only thing that was really bugging me because when they zoomed in I was like what is on his nose and I was like oh my gosh that was intentional why (laughs) (laughs) so that was the only thing I was not into because he had a like crystals on the actual like tears and then on his brows and in his hair but why like just literally right on the tip of his nose like it just did not make any sense to me (laughs) so yeah I feel like as long as he took that off I would have been more okay with it so someone that let's talk about the bottom two so it was Indigo and Gabriel and this is Gabriel's second time being in the bottom two in a row everyone remember this (laughs) because I have some opinions about it Um, so he did the idea of being, becoming like a feline with like a pink base and then doing like yellow eyes and then having quote unquote trippy eyes repeated down his face. So he had six eyes instead of two. (laughs) So math, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) And like I said before. He was also someone who tried to do, like, quote-unquote natural, drag natural brows. And he literally used black, like, liner. And it literally looked like he, like, outlined them and then just scribbled it in. It was not, like, oh, trying to do, like, the actual strokes of brows like Benny did so successfully or just even filling them in completely. You could literally see, like, just the wavy marks on his brows and it bugged me so much yeah that was like and then like the hair was just not working with his concept and then the eyes when zoomed in look really cool but not completed for some reason like the outline of them wasn't sharp and you could like see that he was kind of rushed for time, which I understand this is done in three hours, but from far away, I feel like it wasn't very successful. Um, I didn't think that he was successful at all with his eyes, and I thought like it was a really cool idea, but it just wasn't executed, and he knew it was going to take longer, and so I feel like he shouldn't have even tried. Like, maybe do, like, one set of eyes, but not have the that many repeated because it didn't show through what he was trying to show. Yeah, and then, like, the face, like, the eyes were dramatic, but his entire face contour wasn't, 
like anything different than how his face normally looks. And the mm-hmm. whole kind of idea behind drag is like changing your face shape to be something else. And it wasn't there at all. Yeah. So then Casey's favorite. <laughs> <laughs> so I do have to say, I don't know what it was about this episode, but as soon as Indigo opened his mouth at the very beginning, I was like, okay, actually, I don't like him. <laughs> like, I know that sounds really mean, but <laughs> he was He's just coming for you. What's the tea? He was just too much for me, like too over the top, which I guess, like, I understand that that's like your personality, you're putting it on, you're a social media influencer. And, like, when you say stuff like that on a reality TV show, that's what they keep in. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I get it. But, like, starting off with that and then, like, seeing his challenge look for the red carpet, I was, like, not feeling it. And then seeing how he was (laughs) when he's getting in this stupid argument with Benny over a wig, I was, like, I just really did not have a soft spot for him anymore. And it really made me sad because he was who I was rooting for. And so they show him going through this challenge and he really, really needed to have that wig because that was going to make or break him, you know? And then it just didn't look cute. Like seeing the wig on the display thing, like, yeah, it's a really cute wig. Like I think the hairstyle's cute. It's a cute color, whatever. But like seeing it on an actual person, I was like, "Mm." (laughs) I'm not sure if it was the makeup look or what. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But he kept grabbing the hair and, like, putting it on his face. Yeah. And I was like, what are you doing? I literally wanted to, like, reach my hand through my computer and snatch that wig off him. I could not handle it. And he seemed very immature this entire episode. Which was really hard because, like, last time we were talking about, like, all of his life struggles and like mm-hmm. how you grow from that and how you become mature and like it forces you to be that way and then this episode happened and I'm like wait is this the same person yeah. <laughs> what happened I'm very confused um like I understand being excited if you're like into this like makeup challenge you're really into drag you're really excited to show your artistry But yeah, it wasn't there for me either. (laughs) It wasn't even that he was being like sassy the whole time or anything like that. It was just some points he was just being like flat out rude. Yeah. Like he was like entitled almost. And it was really hard for me to watch. He decided to go for very pop art pouty girl kind of look. Like crying sad girl. I don't understand why you would pick a sad girl to be if you could be anything in like this kind of drag scenario Mm -hmm. I thought that was kind of weird but if you're like into that and like maybe like the dramatic like a little bit of like anime kind of inspired stuff like okay I just was a little confused of why (laughs) that was the choice so he did a lot of like the hatching on like his cheeks kind of like you see in anime when like people are blushing or like making a face and then put tears on it and then had a band-aid over his nose (laughs) so that's kind of was 
I wasn't sure where he was going conceptually with it, like why he chose it. And I feel like if he had a reason behind it, it never came through. And I really feel like that would have been helpful to understand. And like, I get it's like, oh, well, I just like this idea. That's fine. But this is like a competition and you should probably have like more of a drive to do something so then you can come up with a better look. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about these eyebrows. <laughs> well, in the compact challenge, when they're doing the red carpet look, James does point out that he didn't do anything to his eyebrows. And I thought it was really interesting, but he was just kind of like, oh, like my eyebrows are thick. Like I don't really have to do anything to him kind of thing. But when it comes to drag makeup, you have to do something with them because you have to cover up your original eyebrows with, they like glue them down and like put a bunch of makeup on top of it. So you can't tell where they're actually at. And then you have to draw on eyebrows. And so if you don't have that experience of making your eyebrows or like even filling in your eyebrows then you're not going to know how to do it, that looks any way good. Yeah. So, he was, like, drawing out, like, his idea beforehand, like, Mm -hmm. on pieces of paper. Like, they had, like, kind of, like, your blank headshot or whatever, and he was drawing out ideas. Did he just never draw the eyebrows before to see where he needed to put them? Put them? (laughs) Yeah. guess not. Because literally, it's like, okay, so you're trying to do this pouty girl, right? And, like, the eyebrows will make or break the look, and he says it in his interview or whatever. And, like, now we know from what Brittany told us in her, like, reaction video, they did all of those, like, one-on-one interviews after the show was completely done. Mm-hmm. So, hindsight's twenty twenty. So, that's probably why I was like, oh, my eyebrows will make or break this look. Yeah. <laughs> because he knows that it broke it. Exactly. So, literally, the eyebrows were very dramatic, like, surprise. Like, mm-hmm. they were both up, tilted upwards, and literally it looked like he was just, like, following the natural lines of his face and just put them there. Like, they were very <laughs> much, like, ovaled over yeah. his face. Which, like, one, does is not the same thing. It's not the same expression at all. And then, two, there was, like, literally, like, a second forehead within his forehead <laughs> in between his eye look and his eyebrows. Yeah. And it was just not good at all. So, yep, you're right. Eyebrows will make or break your look. (laughs) Well, and then they have the, like, with each competitor, obviously, they show the judges giving them their feedback and, like, what they did well. And then when Indigo is having his feedback given to him, he starts crying And I don't know if it was the editing, but that was just so cringy for me to watch. He kept doing the hair thing, putting it in front of his face. And like, I get like, you're, you're obviously sad because you know, Mm -hmm. looking at everyone else that your look is not as good. Yeah. And I'm not sure, like you said, if it was the editing or what, but at the beginning of this episode and throughout the episode, he seemed cocky as hell. Like, to yeah. me. He seemed really freaking cocky. All about, like, I'm going to do the best on this challenge. 
I don't care what other people have, like my idea is better than yours and I'm going to do this better than you. Kind of an attitude. Mm -hmm. And then his look came around and I was just like, what were you even like thinking? I don't understand like why you even thought you were going to be so good at this. And I feel like his cockiness honestly ruined his look because everyone else was nervous. And if you have something to lose, you should be nervous. Like it's just part of life. And the fact that he did not seem genuinely concerned until he did his eyebrows and then like went in front of the judges and was like, Oh, I completely agree with all of your guys's critiques. You're completely right. And I just know that I could be, I could do better and blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, but then why didn't you like seem like when you were doing it yourself and not in front of the judges that you were so cocky until the eyebrows, you know? Yeah. So I felt like even when they were doing like the little, like showing him get ready throughout that whole time, he still seemed like he had it in the bag. Yeah. So I don't know. It just wasn't there for me. It was just like such a huge disappointment. Yeah. So between the two, Indigo was the one to go. And I feel like I do agree with this because Mm -hmm. looking at everyone, even if Gabriel's wasn't as successful, like as everyone else's, his was still better in my opinion than Indigo's. And I feel like they did make the right choice in letting him go during this challenge and it wasn't as cringy for me when they did the outro for some reason oh no not at all well okay it was really cringy for me when indigo goes well at least i'm leaving a queen and i was like (laughs) it's like okay And James, like, laughs, but I honestly feel like it was a fake laugh. Yeah, it was just like, uh. Like, ha! (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's the attitude to have. It's like, okay, but, like, are you really leaving a queen if your look isn't, like, queen-worthy? I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. But, like, the worst part for me during this was, like, still the eyebrows. It made it so hard to feel bad that he was leaving because the look was so bad. And that's the last thing people are going to see of you is those eyebrows. Like, check me out on my YouTube. Like, very (laughs) surprised. Like, very, like, eyebrows. I'm sorry. Yeah. I feel like I'm being so rude. But (laughs) it was that bad, guys. Yeah, it was not. Not there. So, Indigo is gone. Gabriel is still in the show. (laughs) Still surviving another week. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, I really feel like I need to go check out his personal YouTube and see what's happening there. Because so far in this show, he hasn't been hitting it out of the park by any means. So if I had to make my predictions right now, not even knowing what the challenge is going to be. Yeah. He's going to be the next one. Um, I definitely do recommend that you go watch his audition. 
which like he seems like a really nice guy and he is obviously talented because you have to be to get on the show and the audition look that he did do was more of a drawing something on his face and not like what he would typically wear and so he's very talented and artistic but I don't know something's really off about him makeup influencer I don't know well and he was saying yeah because I don't know what I saw this on but I remember it okay. <laughs> it's obviously very credited he was saying that he doesn't even want to be in makeup long time that he was in LA for film <laughs> and so I'm pretty like I'm 99% sure that that's in his audition tape so there's that <laughs> Take that as you will. <laughs> you heard it here first, guys. <laughs> yeah. Watch him but win. Watch him win. <laughs> I will I, die. I could really not see that happening. He's like, I'm really just here for the camera equipment. I gotta start my short films. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I guess that makes sense if you look at it that way. Uh, <laughs> so, looking at this episode, do you think that the show's getting better? Do you like the concept? I just was not super impressed with the overall main competition, the elimination competition yeah. challenge, because again, I think that you have to be really talented to do drag. And I'm surprised of how well everyone did, but you didn't do the drag world justice by doing it from the neck up. and it just rubbed me the wrong way for some reason. And I'm not even in that community. So I can't imagine the people who are actually in that community watching this and like this qualifying as drag, you know? Yeah. Because they didn't even really like show what drag was supposed to be other than having Trixie on the show. Yeah. And Trixie's look compared to everyone else's was like, yeah it was like clearly yeah clearly what the contestants were doing was not it and Trixie even said during like the actual like judges sitting down and talking about everyone that drag isn't like you're doing the same look over and over again it's about different concepts and it's basically picking between apples and oranges is what Trixie said and So I definitely see that being it because it's not like they all had to do a high fashion, high glam drag look. But I just feel like this challenge was not giving drag the recognition it needed to be given, Mm -hmm. especially because it's so huge and has such a large and long history of queens. So, yeah. I did think that in this episode, you could see a lot more that it was supposed to be like a reality TV show, but I didn't necessarily like that. Like, I felt like some of the editing was just like too much, and I was just kind of like, some of the parts were just like really cringy for me, and I don't know if it was just because they were like on, like they were supposed to have like their personality on, you know? Yeah. But. Well, like when they are like told that they're safe and they go back and they like hug each other. <laughs> I don't want to like bring up Ashley and her personality again. 
<laughs> but she's like, when she's told that she won the challenge and everything, she's like, completely monotone, completely straight faced. <laughs> oh, thank you, James. I'm so excited. And then leave. And then she's like, walks in and she looks pissed. <laughs> yeah and then like when everyone's coming in like when benny comes in and then caitlin she's like oh i'm so happy i knew you would stay (laughs) where is your emotion girl are you okay (laughs) yeah you do really did you watch her audition video no i didn't watch anyone's audition video i'm a worst oh my gosh (laughs) well i thought for sure when i told you that i was watching them you would watch it because you have to see hers. You are going to scream. If she has so much personality, I'm going to die. <laughs> no, I'm not going to ruin it for you. Okay. Well, I'll tell everyone what I think of it next time. <laughs> we'll do a full in-depth review of everybody's audition. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and our review of Instant Influencer Episode 2. If you feel like emailing us episode ideas or what you thought about this episode, our email is professionallyunprofessionals at gmail.com. Or you can check us out on Instagram and keep an eye out for our stories and new episode posts at professionallyunprofessionals. And like our Facebook page, The Professionally Unprofessionals. And if you've been liking our podcast, please share with your friends. Thank you. Bye. Bye. (laughs) 